Arizona State. Right. I'm a Sun Devil, man. State of the Sun Devils with Jeremy Schnell, Jesse Morrison, and Mitch Bereldis, an Arizona sports podcast. Hello and welcome into Mountain America Stadium after an Arizona State loss to Colorado 27-24 alongside Jesse Morrison. I'm Jeremy Schnell. This is State of the Sun Devils postgame edition. Jesse, at least I was right about, you know, Colorado's defense not being very good, but for some reason we were wrong on all, all accounts on what was going to happen in this game. Yeah, they. this was not a high-scoring game. I thought there would be a lot of points in this game, like 48 to 42. I predicted 56 to 31. That did not happen in like this one. like a lot one. of the offense, like on both sides were a little constipated. It just, there was a lot of missed throws by both quarterbacks. Exactly. And then on the Colorado side, and we'll get into this in a little bit, uh, a little bit more in a little bit, um, ASU really got after Shadur Sanders, which I did see happening in this game. Um, and that really, I think, halted Colorado's offense from doing very much. But, yeah, another loss for ASU, 1-5 and five on the season. The, the, again, as Kenny Dillingham talked about in his post-game conference, or press conference, they're looking like a team that could win some games, but they just haven't won that game yet since the FCS game against Southern Utah, which they won by three points. So the mystery remains if they will win a, another game this season. One and five is a pretty tough start. It's one of the worst starts in ASU history, but there were some positives to take away from today. And like you said, we'll get to how Shador Sanders played today in a second. Um, well, we can get to it right now. We kept ASU kept Shador Sanders in check. Uh, five sacks on the day for ASU's defense, two and a half uh, by Prince Zorbra. Jesse, um, ASU seems to have found its mojo on the defensive line. If every other aspect of ASU's defense and offense can play as well as the defensive line is playing right now, this could be a pretty good football team. <laughs> yeah, they still didn't stop the run as much as they should have. I don't. Really, again, I didn't understand Colorado's game plan in this game. When they would run the ball, they were having some success, but they were just throwing it. And Shadur wasn't even sharp when he did have open receivers until that final drive of the game when he completed that long pass that yep. set up the field goal. Um, so, again, I don't really know. I think Colorado would have had a lot more success if they had focused more on the, the running game, but they didn't. And ASU's defensive line, which finally, after like, I don't know how many years of just ASU fans and media members just being like, where's the pass rush of this team? ASU is able to get after the, the quarterback and, you know, five sacks is what it was but there was also one play where Shadur was uh, tackled for no gain so close to a sack um, just a really good performance by the defensive line uh, in in total I, I want, I'm trying to do the math here on players with rushing attempts because for some reason it takes away uh, in, in college football it takes away sack yardage so if you go in total 58 plus 16 what's that Jesse for their rushing yards from their two running backs today that would be 74 so 74 total yards rushing today from their two running backs on only 17 carries yeah again you got to run the ball like 30 times against this Arizona State team because as they showed against 
Cal, as they showed against USC, they can't stop the run. And I, I don't really know what, what Colorado was doing. Colorado, not very good. That, that's, that's what I'm going to say here. Colorado, not very good. They beat... Shador Sanders seemed pretty frustrated with his teammates today. There was a time in the in the second half where he was just sitting on the sideline all by himself. Yeah. I, I don't know what that was, but he was just sitting. Um, a quarterback's coach, I believe, was sitting with him at, at first and a couple other players, and then they just left him alone and yeah. he just had his hand uh, in. Enough of that, too, because, again, yeah, he was under some pressure, but he also just missed some throws, and that is totally on him. So, you know, that's... I don't like that. He also he had a personal foul today, that off, an offsetting penalty, which uh, Coach Prime seemed to be pretty upset with him for. Um, I, I wouldn't blame him for that. It seemed like he was frustrated and just letting out his frustration after what seemed to be his worst game of the season, probably outside of the Oregon game. Yeah. Colorado is – they've got some talent. They've obviously turned things around quicker than Arizona State has. But – I feel like they're also set up to turn things around quicker than Arizona State has. I mean, Dion was kind of prepped to bring in a really good team right away. Kenny Dillingham is building this program from the ground up versus just kind of, uh, I guess, just, you know, teleporting a, a team that was already really good uh, into, you know, another another program. So... Again, Colorado's fine, but very undisciplined, uh, as we saw some some really bad penalties. There are bad penalties by both sides, I will say. Uh, ASU, again, uh, they got to clean up on the the bad penalties um, because that was that was something they were doing well a couple weeks ago is not getting those penalties. Uh, but but both teams were uh, had bad penalty issues, so. Yeah, Colorado, they're going to be a 6-7, maybe an 8-win team, but they're not they're not great and and they showed that again. Again, ASU is just a little bit away. If they can just make a few more plays and if they can have a little bit more a uh, better decision making, I feel like I feel like there were some decisions that again just didn't I didn't like from uh, Kenny Dillingham and I would like to see some some different decisions that he would make. This team could very well be three and three right now yeah rather than one and five yeah um just a couple plays that they've missed and let's get to the offense real quick jesse before we get to trenton borgay i want to go over some of the decision making from kenny dillingham and his offensive uh staff there was a play specifically in the third quarter where it was third and long and they decided to run the ball early fourth quarter. early fourth quarter early fourth fourth quarter third and six from the asu 29 uh, Kenny Dillingham decides to run it up the middle with Cam Scadaboo, who he said was sick during the week, a little banged up as well, um, did not have his best game today as far as running the ball. Again, you could argue that he's the best punter on the team. <laughs> uh, he had some, some great punts out there today. But um, as far as just that play call, that deep in your territory, you've got to throw it there. And then they were lined up to go for it. On fourth and three. They were always lined up to go yeah. for it today. Yeah. <laughs> they were lined up to go for it on fourth and three. And then that was wiped away by a penalty. So uh, just you got like you can't. I'm sorry. I just I'm vehemently opposed to running the ball on third and six. Third and six is not a it's not a running down. Not not a thing. 
and then did not go for two. Kind of understandable after he, after Kenny Dillingham explained it after the game, did not go for two after the touchdown that eventually would tie it after the two, after the um, PAT. Jesse, um, Kenny explained it as they didn't go for two because there was so much time left on the clock that Colorado would probably go for it on a you know be more aggressive going down the field and they felt like they would give Colorado too much time to score which they did ended up doing anyway yeah there was too much time on the clock to to go for it there like if you or go for two if if you get it that's great but there's still time on the clock for them to score if you don't get it then you're gonna lose and so like the out, there's no real reason to go, but they probably did score a little bit too early. It would have been better if they had scored with like 15 seconds left versus 54 seconds or however long it was left in the game. I will say this. Kenny Dillingham coached circles around Coach Prime today. Oh, yeah. In terms oh, of yeah. making him use his timeouts, um, trickery, uh I believe Colorado had to use three or four timeouts on defense today. Yeah, he burned, Deion Sanders burned all three of his first half timeouts in the first quarter. Kenny Dillingham totally blindsided Coach Prime and the Colorado staff on a Pooch punt situation. Yeah, pooch punt situations. And just they, there was one time when they were coming out of timeout, Jesse, and oh, I think they called timeout because ASU was lined up to, to uh, go for it. And then uh, the offense started running out on the field, turned around really quick, and then the special teams came out on the field. So Colorado did not have the right personnel on the field. They had a defensive set, no one back to return the punt. Yeah. It, and so special teams-wise, ASU totally outplayed yeah, Colorado And today. some of the offensive... Besides the punt return. <laughs> some of the offensive uh, formations as well that a ASU ran, like the touchdown with Trent Bourget in the first... <laughs> and the, fir the first touchdown on the first drive. They ran that play again eventually, too. Yeah, or which, they lined up. they lined up like that again, Yeah, too. which, like, no one would expect that to happen, and it, it, it doesn't look like something that's going to work. To kind of visualize it, it's hard to explain. But basically, uh, there was just the center in front of Trenton Borgay. Let's let's just explain that the other players were kind of spread out wide, and then Trenton ran it forward. Um, and it just it just kind of catches you off guard. I feel like it should be an easy play to stop because not too many blockers for Trenton, but it it, it works because it's kind of like, oh, what wait, what is this? Where do I go? What do I do? And and so. Yeah, Kenny Dillingham, really good coaching job in this one. Just came down to a couple decisions, a couple missed throws. Trent Borgay as well. Can we get into that, Jeremy? Yes, that's what I was about to say. Trent yeah. Borgay, 32 for 49, 335 yards, a touchdown. He, uh, he ran the ball a couple times, too, and a couple plays where he juked out a defender. Looked pretty good, honestly. I, I think that this was probably his best game of the season. Um, not a lot to work off of, obviously, because he came in for the Oklahoma State game, only played a couple drives, and then last week he threw over 300 yards as well. I think today was his best game of the season. Still a few plays that you think that he would want to have back, but he looked pretty good out there today. Yeah, he looked pretty good, and I don't know if this is a positive or a negative from Trenton Borgay. ASU could have had more success if he had not overthrown his receivers sometimes, which 
Last season, I would have never said that. <laughs> Trin Borgay's arm strength surprised me today. Now, maybe that's not a good thing, but he definitely doesn't have a noodle arm, so. There's that. That's that's there cool, one, I guess. There was one third down where he threw it into, forced it into triple coverage into Elijah Badger, and it was way underthrown. There was that, but. But other he had like than four that, overthrows yeah. that I counted, yeah. and I yeah. and I was like, you know, that's new. So that that's kind of my ra my rating of Trenton tonight is, huh? He should be the starting quarterback for the remainder of the season. I I don't. False. I, I don't think Rashad. I don't think you should bring back Rashad. This no, you, you, I, I no, think, no, I think oh, no, 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 no. no. You don't you don't want to force you don't want to force him back. You don't want to um, possibly you know leave him up to possibly getting injured again. When you have two more games to get him experience, right, and it won't count toward his eligibility. Why not play him? Again, ASU has no chance of going to a bowl game this year. That is not allowed by, you know, self-imposed bowl ban. So why not play Jaden Rashada and see what he can do and give him more experience so he's prepared for next season. Again, I think if they had had him in a couple of these games, it, it might have been a different result. So, again, I mostly liked what I saw from Trenton Bourget tonight, but... Jaden Rashada, you've got you've got to give him a couple more starts. Now, I don't know about territorial cup. You might want to give that to Trenton. I don't know what he's decided on. You know, he might not come back next year. He he could he could transfer. He could just decide that he's done with football. Like who knows? So um, you know, I might give him that start. Uh, try to g give him a kind of a revenge game from last year when he lost, but played well. Schedule doesn't get easier. No. Doesn't. Washington's next. Obviously, they have a bye week this coming week. And then they go to Washington. They'll probably be ranked in the top five, I would think, at that point. Um, then Washington State comes here, uh, who lost to U UCLA today. So they got their first loss of the season. And then you go to Utah, go to UCLA. Oregon comes here, Territorial Cup. Do they get another win? They beat U of A. That's it. But U of A, I don't know what is currently happening. Um, but as the as at the time we were recording this podcast, U of A is um, beating USC. Is beating USC. Yes, uh, it was like seventeen to zero last time I checked. So who knows? U, U of A, very streaky team. They could. They they're a lot better than maybe we think they are. Or other people to seven think they are. right now. Seventeen to seven. U of A leads. Seven twenty left in the second quarter. Yeah. I, would, I mean, it could totally just flip-flop and go the other way. USC is very capable of scoring a lot of points. Oh, can I can I add one more thing before we get out of here? Yes. Um, the tackle by Jordan Clark on the tight end that was five inches taller than him and 20 pounds more than him. Where he picked him up. Where he picked him up yeah. and literally planted him into the ground was fantastic. Can I put it right here? Hello. I, ha I might have the video. It might be right here. Might. Yes. Might. Let's um, not promise anything, though. Yeah. Um, I think Washington State is beatable. No. It'll be here. I think that's a winnable game. We'll see. No. ASU I don't see it. always does well at the Rose Bowl for some reason. So They always do well and then lose a close one. Yeah. 
So by the way, like, DTR not good in the NFL. I hate to break it to him. What's wrong? Wow. He didn't have a good game. Yeah. He should still start over Deshaun Watson, but any hashtag that's league for other reason. Any hashtag league devils to look out for tomorrow? Today. I mean, always, unless they're on a bye week, which I don't think they are. Uh, look out for Lawrence Guy and Brandon Ayuk. I think the Patriots might be on a bye week. But uh, always Brandon Ayuk, he's having a great year. Anyway, that's going to do it for this edition of State of the Sun Devils. Thank you so much for listening. You can find this podcast uh, wherever you get your podcasts and on the Arizona Sports YouTube channel. Wave, Jesse, say hi. Yep, if you feel like you're missing out right now by listening to this podcast, you can go to the Arizona Sports YouTube channel and watch it as well. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. All of our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram handles are at AZ Sports Devils. Very easy. At AZ Sports Devils. Super easy to find. Jesse does a great job. Mitch does a great job. I feel like I help a little bit. But you do a good job. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Um, so you can find that. Jesse is going to write a recap article from this game. You can find that on ArizonaSports.com and the Arizona Sports app. Jesse? Thank you so much for hanging out with me. For everyone that uh, helps put this podcast together, including Mitch Ferreldes, what do you want? I just wanted to say, uh, if you're listening to the audio or, or if you're driving, stick to the audio only feed, <laughs> please. I, we, we've never added that disclaimer, but that's probably a good thing to say. Our good friend Mitch Ferreldes will be with us in the midweek podcast in, uh, in a couple weeks. I think we'll probably take this week off, bye week. We'll probably I'm gonna be out of town, yeah. so we'll take this week off because I'm going week. to more college football. I'm going out of town to go to a college football game. Yeah. I don't really know why. Like this would be a great week for me to just not go to college football, but there but I am. So there you go. Anyway, that's gonna do it. Thank you so much for listening. For Jesse Morrison, I'm Jeremy Schnell. We'll talk to you in a couple weeks.